talk about today is ignis fatius which means foolish fire and will-o'-the-wisps otherwise known as spunkies jack-o'-lanterns hinky punks hobby lanterns or spooky lights are basically like atmospheric ghost lights that are seen by travelers usually over bogs or swamps and always at night and they're spooky basically let's break this down so a wisp is like a bundle of sticks or paper that can be used as a torchlight. And Will is like the name of a dude. Also, Jack is the name of a dude, as in Jack-o'-lantern. So Will o' the Wisp and Jack o' the Lantern are two components of this uh, sort of light in the sky type phenomenon. So folklorists attribute the phenomenon mostly to like fairies or elemental spirits. The naming convention here is pretty Anglo-Saxon. These are kind of Eurocentric folktales. Usually it has something to do with like some eternally doomed guy named Will or Jack who ends up haunting the moors forever because he was naughty while he was in life. And so one of the stories is actually uh, attributed to a blacksmith named Will who was given a second chance at life at the gates of heaven by St. Peter, but he goes back and he's even more of an asshole than he was the first time around, and so the devil's like, Okay, look, buddy. And he just gives him like a single coal by which to warm himself. And instead of like going back and, you know, huddling around his his meager coal, he uses it to lure travelers into a swampland to meet their terrible fates. And I'm like, this guy's a jerk. So in other versions, um, sometimes the the fallen one is a drunkard who makes a deal with the devil to pay off his bar tab. And then he's like, he doesn't even get to go to hell. He just gets a piece of hellfire to like take back to earth with him. And there are also versions of these stories outside of Europe, uh, but they're not necessarily phenomena related to the damned in those cases. Sometimes they have to do with like people who haven't been baptized, who are wandering the earth forever. Uh, but this whole idea of like, you know, people bringing hellfires back to earth because they're like too bad to go to hell, it's kind of a Eurocentric piece of folklore. So some of these folk stories were kind of also meant to perhaps denote areas where buried treasure may exist. Um, although you usually, again, had to make some kind of like devil pact or use black magic or make an offering of a dead body or something in order to access said treasure. So that being said, are there any scientific explanations for this phenomenon? So people have been trying to find a rational explanation for like hundreds of years. Um, They thought it could be ball lightning or lightning that is somehow interacting with swamp gas. And the most widely accepted explanation is that it's the oxidation of phosphine, diphosphane, and methane. And these are compounds that are produced by the decay of organic matter, and this can cause photon emissions. So phosphine and diphosphane can sometimes spontaneously ignite when they come in contact with oxygen, which can then ignite the far more abundant methane gases in these swamplands. Others have proposed that these orbs in the sky may be cold flames, which are luminescent sort of pre-combustion halos that occur when something that could be ignited is heated to just below the point at which it would ignite. And so this can occur in hydrocarbons, waxes, and alcohol. 
So what's interesting is that uh, while this was like, you know, a, a fairly regular phenomenon, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago, they're actually not, um, they're not that commonly reported now. And, and they are, however, very abundant in folklore and literature, uh, just not so much in the real world. Nobody sees them. But uh, in, they are also the name of a move in Pokemon, but you're going to have to Google that. 